In the holy name of Jesus, amen. This is not one of St. Peter's best days. But he does get one thing very, very, very right. Distance means danger. Our own troubles start whenever we have the sense, whenever we have the feeling that Jesus is distant. Spiritually or emotionally, or physically distant from us, that sense almost always leads us into mischief. You just heard how Jesus had forced the disciples into a boat as he dismissed the crowds. Maybe Jesus was an eye on the Myers Briggs. Maybe Jesus was the sort of man who needs time alone to rest and recharge. Whatever the case, on the first read, it seems that Jesus is creating distance, that he is creating separation between himself and everybody else. Verse 23, And then Jesus went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And then he was there alone. Meanwhile, out on the Sea of Galilee, the disciples are getting absolutely pounded. First it is the wind, and then it is the waves, and by the fourth watch, those three darkest hours before the dawn, they are so beaten down and so absolutely terrified that they are seeing ghosts. In every sense, those disciples feel quite alone and absolutely unloved, which is so often how we feel. So what do we do when we feel so alone and so unloved that we are absolutely terrified? Well, we can try to fix it all by ourselves. This is what St. Peter is doing when he jumps out of a perfectly good boat onto the sea in the middle of a storm. Peter thinks that he is fixing it. A few years ago, our oldest daughter went to visit a cousin in New Zealand. Knowing the Kiwi's reputation for the daring and the dangerous, our very last words to her were, don't do anything stupid. Apparently, we as parents are not good communicators. We did not do a good job of defining daring and dangerous and stupid because the very first picture we saw from New Zealand was of our daughter jumping out of a perfectly good airplane with her palms open and the words, Sorry, Mom, written on them. Our only consolation was that she lived to post it on Facebook. St. Peter is like that today. It is windy, it is wavy, and he is terrified he sees ghosts. If that's true, why would he compound the problem by jumping out of a perfectly good boat? 
You would only do that if you were trying to fix things, in this case, if you were trying to close the gap between Jesus and yourself. You would only do that if you had the sense that you needed to do it all by yourself. Do not do that. You cannot do that. You need not do that. It will not work. Don't do that. It is just as St. Augustine said, that boat is the church. So no matter how much the cruel world beats on you, no matter how terrified you feel, no matter how great the distance and how great the danger may seem, no matter if you see ghosts, Jesus does not let the church sink. So you all stay put in the boat, in the church, even in your worst troubles, because eventually Jesus will make the move. Jesus will come to you, and Jesus will sort it all out. Why then does Jesus beckon St. Peter onto the water? Here I fall back upon the tried and true principle from that great American theologian, Mark Twain. Pick a cat up by the tail, and you will learn some things that cannot be learned any other way. Jesus does not want us to suffer. But if you and I insist, on doing stupid, impatient, impulsive, self-centered, dangerous, sinful things of little faith. Double daring Jesus to give us a sign. Lord, if it is you, then bid me to come upon the water. Sometimes Jesus will, in fact, let us have our folly. Because pain is a very, very good teacher. Pain is how we lose our idols, especially when our idols are ourselves. In this text, it was when Mr. Fixit, St. Peter, loses track of Jesus and looks around at his idols, at the wind and the waves and the ghosts and the self, most of all, most of all, the self, his sinking self. What will become of me? I am drowning. That's when he goes under. So what's the cure for your worry and your fear? On the days when you sense that Jesus is spiritually and physically and emotionally distant from you, when you are feeling all alone and quite unloved, when you are worn down, when you are weary, when you are terrified, when you see ghosts, what is the cure? It is this very simple story about Jesus. Jesus comes. Jesus speaks. Jesus listens. Jesus sees you. Jesus is patient with you. Jesus reaches out his hand. Jesus tugs you up out of the water. You just saw the St. Peter story right there. 
Up from the water that child comes, up from baptism you come, and everything is forgiven. Everything is washed away. You are safe and you are saved, just like St. Peter. Listen, take heart. I am. I am here. It is I. Do not be afraid. Here is the honest truth. No matter how you feel, you are never alone and never unloved. No matter how great the distance seems, Jesus is always as close to you as your own skin, your own baptized skin. No matter how it seems, you are never alone, you are never unloved, and you should remember that when Jesus went up the mountain to pray, he was praying for you the whole time. He was praying for you. He was praying for St. Peter. He tells us when he gives us his own prayer, the Our Father, that he is praying for you. You are never alone. You are never unloved. And when he is done praying for you, he comes to you. So it turns out there is never really any distance between Jesus and you. There is never really any separation between your Savior and you, there is nothing, nothing that can separate you from the love of Christ. No matter how it feels, you are never really in danger when there is no distance. There is no danger. Even when Jesus lets you have your little walk upon the water in love so that you learn, little faith is still faith. And so he will not let you die. In fact, Jesus wants just the opposite. Jesus wants you to live and not just live. Jesus wants you to flourish in his church without your sins, without your idols, without your worry, without your fears. If your life is stormy, bumpy right now, don't be fixing it yourself. Instead, you stay where Jesus has put you by virtue of your baptism. You stay here in the church, in the community, in the forgiveness of sins, in mercy, in grace, in the Holy Spirit. And you will see Jesus is just about to come to you. He will be here for you to see and to touch. As soon as the verba are spoken to the bread and the wine at the Eucharist, Jesus will be here. Stay in the boat, stay in the church, stay in the love, stay where Jesus has put you. Please, please, in the forgiveness, in the community. And when you see him, you will see that he quite patiently will see you back and speak to you and touch you and love you and pull you near again and forgive everything you've got he will save you, and the wind will cease, and the waves will stop, and all will be well. You will see. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.